0: Wanna God protect me what's going on everybody it's the man behind the voice your host Kendrick Bryan and welcome to another episode of a father's perspective this message derived from the unlawful death of Ahmad Aubrey. I call it who do you think you are let's go Kendrick Brown. For his family by choice. Yup, yup, yup. Got a word for y'all to hear. It's a father's perspective. Let's talk. How does my black skin make you feel when you see it? On February 23rd, 2020, Ahmaud Aubrey, a 25-year-old black man, was out jogging through Satya Shores neighborhood in Brunswick, Georgia and was murdered. His mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, stated that this was the norm for Ahmaud to go for a run. You see, Ahmad did what anyone would do when they decide to exercise. If you're able, you go for a walk or run at the gym or through the neighborhood. This is what humans do for exercise. Ahmad decides to go for a run in the afternoon, broad daylight, no suspicion warranted, to which has never been a crime unless black skin bothers you. And so the question remains, how does my black skin make you feel when you see it? But on this day while Ahmad was running through the neighborhood unarmed in broad daylight, two white men by the names of Gregory McMichael and his son Travis McMichael had armed themselves with a pistol and a shotgun and decided to pursue Ahmad in a pickup truck who do you think you are no badge no uniform no patrol car no sirens no red and blue lights spinning in conjunction just two white dilapidated prejudiced civilians and yes I understand Georgia citizens arrest law and that an individual can detain someone that has been seen committing a serious crime the McMichaels the father and son duo never seen a mod committing a serious crime who do you think you are or maybe a A better question is, how does my black skin make you feel when you see it? BBC News stated in an article that around the time of the incident, a number of emergency calls were made, CBS News had reported. In one, a neighbor said a black man was seen at a home under construction. When asked if the man was breaking in, the caller replied, no, it's all open. It's under construction. The caller then said that the man was running down the street. The dispatcher says, I just need to know what he was doing wrong. Was he just on the premises and not supposed? Supposed to be, and the caller replies, he's been caught on camera a bunch before at night. It's kind of an ongoing thing out here. Let me just pause for the calls and say for the record, this is normal. You see, Satilla Shores borders Brunswick. It's a town of about 16,000 that is 56% black and 37% white. What am I seeing here? It should be normal to see a black man running down the street. It should be normal to see a black people go in and out of homes under construction. In fact, a white couple was caught on video along with some children playing, going in and out of the home under constructing the same home. a Ahmad was allegedly accused of burglarizing. This is crazy. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Ironically, police records show only one burglary report in this neighborhood between the 1st of January and the 23rd of February, U.S. media reported. And that incident involved a gun being reported stolen from a pickup truck outside the home home of Travis McMichael on the 1st of January. Ah, 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 ah. There it is Your sin will always find you out The Bible says in 1 John 4, 18 There is no fear in love But perfect love casts out fear Because fear hath torment He that fears is not made perfect in love There was no love there to be given from Travis McMichael He was fearful, full of fear And he needed someone to blame For the alleged stolen gun from his pickup truck With no proof, with no evidence but because I'm white and privileged, I'm able to be racially biased and assume by way of racial profiling who stole from me. This is the mentality of white supremacy. I get to pick my target, and I have decided that my target will always be black skin, black men and women of the United States of America. Melanin is their enemy. This is, in fact, who they think they are supreme human beings, better humans than everybody else, simply because they're white. Their perception of black people is tainted. They still fail to see us as humans, so they continue to hunt us as animals. Who do you think you are? Did you know in 1987, McClexey versus Kemp in the state of Georgia, the Supreme Court ruled that racial bias would be tolerated, constitutionally acceptable, so long as no one admitted it. This is utterly ridiculous. Video released by William Bryan, another white man who was following a mob that day, Shows Ahmaud jogging and ahead of him is a pickup truck belonging to the McMichaels. Travis stood on the back bed of the truck with a pistol in hand while his dad Gregory waited at the front of the truck holding a rifle. Three gunshots later, Ahmad was laying in the street in broad daylight, dead. Who do you think you are? To think that you need to arm yourself against another human because of his black skin Who do you think you are to think that you can threaten and harass another human Based off of false assumption and premeditated accusation Who do you think you are to think that you can stop another human While jogging based off of stereotypical racial profiling Because there's melanin in his skin Who in the world do you think you are Then the police showed up and oh, how they nonchalantly engaged in casual conversation with the two white murderers as if they didn't recognize a bleeding, lifeless, unarmed Ahmaud Arbery dead in the street. A typical modern day lynching. You don't have to believe me. It's on the video. And so I wonder what God had to say concerning his word as it pertains to a people thinking more highly of themselves than they ought. It's in the Bible. The unadulterated word of God. It was the apostle Paul. Who spoke to the Romans, a diverse group of people by way of culture and skin color as we are. And he said to them in Romans 12 and 3, for I say through the grace that was given to me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to so think as to think soberly, according as God had dealt to each man a measure of faith. You see, we as humans have a problem, a disease called comparisonitis. This is one of the most debilitating diseases of the mind. world comparisonitis it's the tendency to measure one's worth by comparing yourself to other people who do we think we are Jesus said it like this in Luke 18 and 14 for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted it's comparisonitis it's a malady that's trying to kill us God does not define us according to culturally defined externals the color of your skin all but it's God through Jesus Christ who calls us And wonderfully made. It's God through Jesus Christ who calls us to love our enemies. It's God y'all through Jesus Christ who calls us to bless them that curse you. It is God through Jesus Christ who calls us to do good to them that hate you to pray for them with despitefully use you and persecute you. This is who we're supposed to be. Who do we think we are? But if we continue to suffer from comparisonitis, we risk unifying and remain divided because no one cultivates unity and love by always finding and fought with others in order to feel better about themselves. Who do we think we are? Created people of God white, black, brown, yellow, red, orange no matter the color of your skin we have a mandate from God the creator of all things to love our neighbor as ourselves it's time to stop comparing ourselves to one another and give ourselves in service to each other looking toward the hills from which cometh our help knowing and believing all of our help comes from God it's time to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God that he may exalt us in due season. Come on somebody the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 let us lay aside every weight and the sin which don't easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith Come on created people of God let us look unto Jesus the answer to all of our problems Come on created people of God let us look unto Jesus the solution to all of our pain. Come on created people of God, black, white, and brown. Let us look unto Jesus, the result to all of our confusion. Why? Because he is our all in all, in all, in all. He's better to us than we've been to ourselves. I feel like preaching now. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He who was, is, and is to come. He's God manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, and seen amongst the angels, and preached amongst the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received Glory. Let us look unto Jesus. And now, your moment of truth, truth, truth. Truth, truth. This horrific murder and modern day lynching revolves around lies, lies, and more lies, coupled with so many unanswered questions. The police lied, the prosecutors lied, and the McMichaels, they lied. Let us begin, shall we? The McMichaels in their account to police, Gregory McMichael, alleges Ahmad attacked his son in the road after they tried to stop him and that they acted out of self-defense. That's a lie. The same nonchalant, unconcerned white police officers, after receiving and believing the reports of the McMichaels of self-defense, they called Ahmad's mom, Wanda Cooper Jones, and told her that Ahmad had been killed trying to burglarize a home that's a lie. The truth is, if it had been the other way around, if lying dead in the street was an unarmed white man with two armed black men standing over him, there would not be casual conversation about what happened. And this we know all too well. And why did it take over two months to arrest these murderers? Now, this is where we expose the major flaw in this travesty, the prosecutors. Let us understand that no one in the criminal justice system has more power than the prosecutor. It's true. The prosecutor is free to dismiss a case for any reason or no reason at all, regardless of the strength of the evidence. In this case against the McMichaels, there have been a total of four different prosecutors. Why? Because being that Gregory McMichael was a former police detective, and because he also worked for the local district attorney, his ties to the local system caused the first three prosecutors to recuse, which means they had conflict of interest and lack of partiality. In layman's terms, the prosecutors, all three of them, were trying to get them off, let them go free, without judgment. This should come to no surprise, especially when you consider that the media imagery and the political discourse have been made to be thoroughly racialized, deeming all crime a black crime. And can someone please explain to me why lynching is still not considered a federal hate crime. Lynching, a form of violence in which a mob under the pretext of administering justice without trial executes a presumed offender. The term Lynch law refers to a self constituted court that imposes sentence on a person without due process of law. Sadly, this is what gives white supremacists power to self-constitute and impose sentences of killing unarmed black men without the process of law. For some strange reason, it seems to me that white nationalism is determined to stake its claim in recreating a so-called white America. This is not white America, neither will it ever be. This is the United States of America, and she is comprised of all races, cultures, and creeds, period. God bless you. God bless us and may God bless America.